Yeah, so let's recap where we are in the world. And I want to try to get into some details. I'm going to do mute on everyone if I remember how. Um, um, so let me also do this. So where um, we discussed the basic idea, which is the, right, that's what we discussed last week, the basic difference between Sfira and uh, Pesach, in other words, the basic structure, which is three-part structure. Pesach, uh, Sfira, Shavuos. The basic structure is Pesach, you jump into the water or out of the water, which is called in the Arizal, you get, I'm gonna get back in his language, you, go, you get all the moichim that are possible, or maybe at least all of, almost, sorry, almost all of them, but basically a lot more than it belong, or a lot more than the Zah belongs, a lot more than it's really at, and that is for the purpose of getting you out of the time. Then, the day later, you lose that, and what you do all Sfira Saimer is work on returning and going through those all the real steps that you need to go through. It's really like backwards, like we called it paying the, uh, you get something for free and then you have to pay afterwards. And it's a credit card. So hopefully we don't pay interest, but uh, there's that's the basic structure and Sfira we do slowly. That's how why it takes so long, seven times seven, a lot of time. And then Shavuos is really where you get, uh, where we get to the real place where we need to be by by design or by what's called by our work, the Derech Ateva, not the Derech Nes, right? And, and the real order of things, not in some magic uh, jumping way. And also, but it's important to note that also in Pet and Sfira, just because we're going to get into the structure, really on Shavuos we get to an even higher level than we did on Pesach. And that's obvious because uh, everything you do, everything you get as a gift is very nice, but it's not, it's missing something and it was enough to get out of Mitzrayim, but it was not enough to get the Torah. So therefore, on Shavuos generally what we talk about is Pesach night, meaning that that's the letter said that the first night of Pesach we up to uh, what's known as Abba Vimeloin, so generally t- until Sfiris Achachma, or in other words, the Zah is Moichn of Chachma, so there's uh, usually very, very, very general rule. We have Zah always start with only Vak, only uh, no Moichn at all, in other words, only uh, only the lower level, which is called Chabat, uh, Chagat Nei, or Midas, however you want to call them. And then all of our all of our life, all of the all of the avodas really to be mamshich ma'ichin, and these ma'ichin always separate into three main levels, which are bina chachma kesse, otherwise known as um, yeah, no, forget about other names. Yashtot abavim and arich, right? Bina chach bina was what we usually do all week. Then on Shabbos we get to chachma, and then on mincha Shabbos usually we get to kesse. And only halfway, but on Shavuos is really the time where we get to the whole Kesser. Uh, that's really the only time. Maybe maybe we talk about Yom Kippur or Minyat uh, Seres, but that's really the only time. And so that's that's a third level which exists on Shavuos, which didn't exist on Pesach. Just basically to understand, on Pesach we jump until Chachma, so we get both Bina and Chachma direct um, for free, straight. Then all of Sfirah Salma is to redo Bina and Chachma in the right way, not, not in a jumpy way. And then Shavuos, we, we finish that, then we get to the next level, which is Kesser, as well as a whole bunch of other things, which uh, need to be discussed. Um, okay, so that's the basic structure. We tried to explain it last time, give it all kinds of different uh, meanings. But that's the basic the basic story that Darizal has, and, and his way of th- of speaking is speaking about a yichud, and he's based on the Zohar. This, if you want, we could read it inside this piece, but whatever. Uh, it's based on the Zohar that said that Sfira Sa'imer is built like Sfira of a Zayin of a Nida. And Darizal said he doesn't understand. 
because the the Zohar talks of Spirit as if it's the the Nukva, right? The woman um, counting seven days in order so she can be able to go to the Mikvah and have a Yicha. And the Rizal says that's backwards because the Zohar himself says that on Pesach night there was already a Yichad. So what kind of thing would this be going to counting seven days after you have your Yichad? It should be before. If there were these Sfiris before Pesach, it would make sense. But since it's after Pesach, the Rizal says that's a big question. And the answer to that question is that Pesach was kind of exceptional. Really, in other words, really the more precise way of saying it was she didn't really have a Yichad, only it's what what the Zohar, what we just when you talk about Pesach called So God did it. God allowed to do whatever He wants, and that's called uh, in other words, in Darizal's language. In other words, you since since you got the Moichin uh, in one second, uh, it automatically destroys all the clippers, which are the, himself the Damnida, which is the very important way of Dariz for Darizal of, of describing. Paray uh, and Mitzrayim as Dam Nida, or five different kinds of blood, but basically blood, which is the Dam Tama, Dam Tama of Nida, meaning a blood kind of virus that uh, separate between uh, between the between the Zion and the Nook. And yeah, right. So so that's why. So that's why on Pesach she was able to have some kind of Yichud, which is not considered from her perspective. It's not really considered Yichud, but it's really a Yichud. But then the next day we go back to the normal, and really that's how. It's as if she goes back and becomes Tameh again, and then she has to count seven seven times seven days, and that's the Zayin Akim that she counts seven days, and then on Shavuos, that's why on Shavuos we go to the Mikveh uh, before, uh, right? Darizal's uh, meaning is to go to the Mikveh on Shavuos before, after you learn all night, you go to the Mikveh, and that's got nothing to do with any Mikveh or before davening or anything, just the Mikveh, and that's really the Mikveh of the Shechina going to the Mikveh in order to have her Yechid on Shavuos morning. Uh, that's for Swiss, but uh, that's really after the seven ca- counting seven. So you go to the next. Now it's it's important to understand this because for for what we're gonna get to in a second, which is that there's a a relationship like a back, uh, inverse relationship between what kind of moichin you have and what kind of yetzer you have. In other words, what kind of dam you have, and it really goes somewhat both ways. And there's a, maybe a more correct way for it to go, but it's important to realize. In other words. Uh, the the rule is the cloud is that moichin are always going to destroy or destroy sounds bad, but gonna remove all kinds of damnit. In other words, if there's really moichin, if there's really uh, real understanding or real light or real uh, love or whatever you want to call it, then there is no yet there's no uh, there's no uh, clippers, right? That's the word. There's not going to be any clippers because they the, the clippers don't have moichin for themselves. It's not like there's I mean some theories we can get stuck in, but generally in order that we should be able to have Malcham, we need to push away the, the clippers, and it goes both ways, so we could do it by kind of trying to destroy the sorry, trying to destroy the clippers and creating room for the Malcham, or we could think of from the side of the Malcham themselves and say that as many that is languages I'm going to read it maybe I'll find it um, I'll share you, 10 seconds let me do that second. I don't do that. Um, this is the this is what I was saying, and then it says, "I'm gonna right." Okay, so now after we, I'm gonna start reading here because that's what I understand. After the first day of Pesach, Achra Varim Elf Pesach, so we lose the Marichin, and then. We come back as second you lose your Meichen, at least because it wasn't real, these Meichen, in other words, they were not really in where it belongs. And the Chazra Chetzonim is Aches Bedem, so the Chetzonim, which caused the dam to be Dam Nida, they come back. It's not considered as much, because obviously we must have accomplished something by having Pesach, otherwise it's just a game going back to where we started from. So obviously we, we're out of Mitzrayim. But... And another, and another way of seeing it, it's really going back to the same to the same problem. So then, after after Pesach, the Moichin are going to go in in the regular order. And as as money Moichin as you're going to receive, right? As 
if you're going to receive money from whatever, so the clip of whatever will disappear because that that goes together. Or we, maybe we maybe the point is to start to have a space where the clippers don't really exist and that like creates room for money, but it, they both go together. In other words, when we discuss, that's why we're going to discuss the different what what it actually takes seven weeks to do, right? All the what it takes all this time. So all this time has this this duality. So as as much as much kedusha, as much malichan as you're gonna get, that has also as much hara is gonna get destroyed, or as much damnida is gonna get destroyed. And that's that's really what zayinakim is about. Jinyan is fit as zayinakim. And another way of saying it that is that these zayinakim are not really only. That's very important to realize. They're not only uh, purification. They're not only uh, like when you usually understand zayinakim, like make sure that there's no more blood, like. Be, be more more clean. It's really about creating more ma'achin, which themselves have have seven different levels, which which we'll get to. And each each level of ma'ach that you that you finish, that you that you get in that space, there's going to be automatically or in the same way, no no damnida in that place. And therefore, the seven. That's in other words, a more kabbalistic way of reading generally Zion Akim would really be that there are seven parts of your soul or whatever it is that need to be each purified. It's not really just waiting seven days. It's very important uh, for speed out, at least. It's not really just about waiting seven days. In other words, it is just waiting and counting seven days, which is also the Pshat of Spirit assignment. But that corresponds to seven different levels. And really the first day you're going to, you accomplish something with every day you wait. You're not just waiting to get there. It's not like we wait and then just there. Every day you actually get closer by by understanding that the the actual work that you're doing is has seven at least seven different levels, and that's why it takes seven days. And then on Shvuz, she gets she's totally clear. And then that's so we talk about Shvuz that that's they weren't ready for a really. Yichid. So that's the so that's a very general structure of. Of Spiros Omer and Pesach and Shavuos. Now, now, really, what I wanna, what I wanna start to 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 explain today is so what is actually taking all this time. So this, that's the why is it not going away? What 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 is actually taking all this time? Uh, what actually are those seven times seven things that we need to figure out? In other words, both to bring Moichen, both to bring Chesodim, both to take away Klippas, all of these things. Um, so, generally, I'm, I'm going to read inside in a second, but generally, um, generally you have Everyone, everyone has heard of seven spheres being seven times seven. What says in the Siddur that you do chesed shebe chesed, chesed shebe gvur, all these things. Um, in the Arizal's world, I mean, at least in the Kavanas of the Arizal, it did that, that is true. It's, it's actually like one of the Kavanas. But that's not the main thing, at least not, not for what we're learning now. And the Arizal actually, if you think about... Uh, what, how we, in other words, he needs to find some kind of 49 different things that correspond to to all these 49 days in which every day accomplishes something. And it's probably the most work, as we said last time. Uh, there's not really any other mitzvah with that, if that many different, that takes that long. So there's such a long calendar to fill up. Uh, and that actually means that we need to, as we discussed last week, that we need to actually take something very slowly and very... Uh, uh, divide it into a lot of different steps and to find a lot of diff- how each, every little part actually actually has another meaning or another another uh, part of it. And now generally the, the, the Arizal gave at least, oh I counted, I made a list and it's uh, there's at least 14, I think according to this number, it's more, it's like 20, 20 different times 49. So if you want a kavana for spirit, you can have 20 different ones, which means there's 20 times 49, right? So, so like two, like a thousand of them, right? Yeah. This is this is 20 different kavanos for yeah. spirit oh, yeah. oh, yeah. 
right. Twenty, about twenty. I'm, I'm not sure if my number is correct. It seems to be about twenty or nineteen uh, different. Yeah. So there's really a thousand different bechinot to think about, right? Yeah. You, you mean like and etc. Yeah, I'm counting that, but that's a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. So word well, by word, letter by letter, all that. Okay. Even the Siddur, right. even the Siddur has like five, right? There's Anna Bakach, and then there's the Yisrochavirano, right. and then the Pusik in the middle of it. Yeah. That's actually something that the Rizal discusses less, but I'll get to it. Um, yeah, but that, what that really means is now all of these. This is very important to understand to understand the logic of what's going on. All of these 100 different, whether I say 20 different ways, none of them are unknown. In other words, none of them are something that we just found out in Sphere. I mean, if we start learning here, then we found out about it here. But it's really taking very generalized, very generalizable, or very generalized, actually, uh, rules, or very generalized uh, parts of Sphere, or different things that need to be done, which really need to be done every day, or every second, or every Shabbos, I don't know, and, what, every, and everything. All, the only real difference between Sphira and all the other times is that we actually give you a whole day to work on it. So we're actually making it easier for you, not harder for you. Because, because really all those thousand beginners you need to do every 30 seconds all year. And since we don't know, so we give you some training. So now do it slowly until you, until you get to it. Now that's important to, to know that to understand everything that we learn here. Really, everything that we learn here is really general, generalizable, general rules. And you really have to see uh, what the difference between that and another another yamtiv or another mitzvah is, but in, in the, the basic structure always stays the same for the result. In other words, we always need to have moichel, we always need to have chesodam, we always need to have yichet, we always need to do berurim. All these things, we always need to do them. There's just a lot of different ways, and we actually need, actually in the result's world, the bigger question than, than what things have in common is what they're different. In other words, because really, shaking your lulav does about the same thing as 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 counting sphira, like literally. Uh, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing because it means that there's some kind of logic to this. There's some kind of some, something that I can understand. And if I understand it, then obviously it's going to be different. I'll explain you exactly. Maybe there's some difference in the end of the day between because obviously it's not the same action. There's different actions and different different moods and different feelings and different things. Now, they're very generalizable rules, but we always, he somehow fits it in always according to where he needs it to fit in. So, uh, yeah. So now, out of these 20, 20 different things, it, I'm, I can divide it into really three only. I'm going to give you a basic summary, or like a general summary, overall summary of all of them, just so we don't get lost if we can to different places, and then we'll try to uh, study one of them. Generally, generally, we can divide all of these different things into three, I think three, yeah, three different, uh, let's say three different important, mostly three different, three different worlds, three different kinds of things that we need to do. And these three kinds of things are called, uh, the first is called Malchen, second one is called Chesodem, and the third one is called Hamtaka Sadinim, okay? These are three more general things. And let's first discuss the first two, because the third one is really a different, whole different story. And the first two is really like this, and I don't think we discussed it on Pesach, but we should have if we would have had time, which is like this. Uh, the the Zah, the Zerampin, which is what we're talking about always, is, is our, our vessel for everything. I mean, it has really two parts, and we we can define it in very, very man, very lot of different ways. And this has to be thought of very seriously. But generally, there's two different. In other words, let's talk like this: really two different kinds of things that we need to do, and they generally get called moichen and midas. If you read chesedas or different things, uh, I personally don't like the word midas, and I usually think doesn't either. He usually calls it chasodim of das or gvuris of das. That's really what the Harizal calls it. I think we talked about this once, if not, then somewhere else. Anyway, that's that's really how Darizal calls it. But generally, the way he the way Darizal defines it is there is oh he always talks about a baby being born. And a baby being born first needs to build his body. So when we talk about being born and you have you may yunika, you nurse and grow and start to walk and start to talk and start to think, all of these things are 
consider this body, and they get created, or they get, they are actually, or maybe we could say they get built from uh, something called chesodim and gvirus, or mostly chesodim if you're talking about the zah, mostly gvirus if you're talking about the nok, and then we have to combine them in all kinds of different directions. But that's called chesodim of das. In other words, very important to realize, when we talk about spheres, the famous spheres called chesed, gvirus, teferes, netzah, choyet, yisod, those six spheres in the Arizal's world don't really count as spheres. Um, they more really count as parts of Das. So Das Tachten that divided into five, uh, known as uh, five Chasudim, very famous five Chasudim, which are Chesed, Gvirat, Feres, Netzachot, and then a Klalut of those five Chasudim, known as Yisod, and then a Klalut of the Klalut, known as Malchus. That's really seven Chasudim or five Chasudim, however you want to call them. That's really the the first, like if we start from the bottom, that's the first thing that get that happens, and that part is very important because that's literally the body, the kailim or the the goof of the of the zao or of the whatever we're talking about. In other words, you need to create a a reality, something with, when you don't have reality, nothing, you don't have anything else, something that you could feel or taste or hear or smell or uh, anything like that. That's really what chesedim are, and they're really okay. Let's I'm starting this way, so we'll say it like this. Then there's another whole. There's another whole, another whole story, and these two different stories, very different story, which has its own rules and its own structure and its own logic. And the second story, going from top, from bottom up, is called the story of Moichin, and that's a very different story. And of course, it's not really precise to make it totally different stories, but at least this is a very simple way of understanding it, which is Moichin is, is barely really talking about your neshama, not talking about your guf, not talking about now guf and neshama. Both don't mean guf here, right? They both mean uh, if, we're, if, we're, if we're talking about Olamatzilas, it really just means the kaidem or the the vak, really <laughs> the low, the first part of the of the parzav and the and the neshama is, is really his mind or his mindness or however you want to call it or his real light, real, really neshama and arizal means aren't so. In other words. Um, the the chesodim was like mitzvahs masias or even feelings which are also mitzvahs masias so havavir um, all kind of things like that but mechen is something totally different mechen are not feelings mechen are not uh, are definitely not actions but they're actually just mind and that has its own its own entirely own structure and generally called chachma and bina and kesa like like we discussed those are the the, that's the second second thing. So in other words, now, just to go back, in other words, when we talk about, so generally what you know, and this is not entirely precise, but generally what we know about Sfira as being seven times seven from Chesed to Malchus can only be referring to the Chesedim. It cannot really be, not entirely, it could, but it's not really entirely, in Darizal's uh, way of thinking, it's not really concerned about the Malchus, because Malchus don't really have seven times seven. They, have, they do, they must have somehow, but it's not going to be the same, because it's really three, and those three need to be divided, or however you want to think about it. It's not that story. Um, but in each, in each of these stories, he's going to, he's going to find forty nine different different days and different different things to do. Uh, the third thing is an entirely different story, known as Amdukas Sadinim. And according to the Arizal, there's either three hundred and twenty or two hundred and eighty different dinim, known as Shach and Par dinim. Uh, and the reason there's not those numbers have reasons they're not just made up, but that's a lot, and that therefore it's already a lot. So really, 320 is already enough for more than 49 days. So we don't actually do it that way. So it gets divided up in different ways. But that's something called the Zamtakas Hadinim, which is a whole separate Indian for itself. If you talk about, uh, for example, Anishashuna, we're very busy with that, uh, but it's always an important thing. Really, if you want to think about it, this is what relates most closely. To the idea of going out of Mitzrayim, which is Mitzrayim is a clipper, but clippers are always come out of Dinim or out of out of Gvuris, or you could call it if you want something in your in your in yourself, you call it Kas or um, not the word Kas, some um, nerve anxieties, uh, nervousness, neurosis, things like that. And that, is a, that itself has also, again, that, that it's, it has a third logic. It really has its own logic of how, how it works and how it gets uh, fixed, how it gets uh, worked out. So that's another, another 
another important thing, and that's actually a very important thing if, if you know about the whole story of Sphira, because of it being, we're really, really trying to restart the whole engine and from beginning, that there's a lot of, a lot of Gvidas that, that get into that and talk about the uh, Avelis of Sphira, Talmud Rebbe Kiva that died of Sphira, that's mostly because of those Gvidas that they didn't actually figure out how to fix, or they didn't actually, they actually got stuck in those things. So it's related very much to the, the whole, the whole parish of Sphira being coming out of Mitzrayim and out of different clippers and it gets fixed by, by having different Malchan and by adding, adding mind that, mind to that. Okay. So that's the basic, um, three basic structures then. Oh, and another thing, which is, if you think about this third thing, that is actually says, which is very interesting. Uh, he sometimes says it, but not a lot of times the Shara Kavana, a lot of times in other places, which is that each person has its own uh, din to fix. So the Rizal says that there's 50, 50, 50 gates, 50 Sha'ar Binah, and these 50 Sha'ar Binah are themselves the Shachdinim, if you figure out how to ma- do the math, but anyways, in the very different ways. And he says, and the Rizal says, so this is, this is you, I told you that there's 20 different ways. The Rizal says there's actually 49 different ways to do 49, just in this third thing, just in this, in this part, which is called Abdukas Adinim, there is 50 different ways. In other words, 50 times 50. Because each one of them can be divided into 50 days. And that Rizal actually said, this, this is very, and we'll, I'll show it to you inside. Um, you don't have the shear, right? I just want to go to that pink thing because it's cool. Wait, I'll share again. Um, if I could find it, one second. It's in, uh, not this one. Let me see if I could find it. Um, yeah, it's here. Let me just show you. Okay. I'm just going to drop in here. So it's a whole. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's that's the line that I'm going to read you. Uh, if you see it, this. So in the beginning of there, explained how we got 50 Sharabin and how they came, where they came from. And anyways, each one is has like shad one, shabbat two, shabbat three, and etc. Okay, So there's 50 different kinds of shach which is the 320 different gvuras uh, that exist. So there's 50 different sharebin or 50 different shach Now each one of them has and that is a way of thinking, a different way of being expressed in. So, and if you read the, the way he had, the ones that he does, you'll see what he means. There's different ways. I can tell you, for example, Shach is three times, is, is uh, five times, um, Shach is basically five times Din, right? Five times 55 is 320. So that's Din five times. And so that's one way of understanding Shach. But then there's other ways of understanding Shach. It's also... Uh, seven times forty-five, or something like that. All kinds of different different ways, and each one of these is is a whole other shah, is a whole other world which itself has fifty included in it. Because that's also fifty shodim is also matches to five gvuras, because five times ten is fifty, right? And from this, nimshachis nishma is bnei adam. Very bad shetayvus here. Nobody knows what that means, but bez aleph is bnei adam. So every person, I mean, there's more than 50 people, so really it's not more. But every person has his soul, or at least the gvuras from his soul, or maybe there's some other parts, which uh, come, which are nimshach from that shat. So he really only learned five or six out of 50. So we're missing, he only got to 10%. And he actually says in one of them, ah, and the first one he says, so he thankfully knew which one it's his. So he was put there of being Mechavan, all of them. He only, only needs to be Mechavan that one because that's his. And really what he means to say is please figure out which one is for you because you don't really need to do all of them. You only need to do one of them, which is, which is the one for you. And thankfully that he's all told, which is his. Most of us he didn't tell. So therefore all the Mechavanim are stuck doing a whole bunch of ones that are not ready for them. 
that uh, has very much to do with what we discussed in the morning anyways so um yeah so that's that's a very interesting and then he says said that like he often does this okay now i told you the theory now this is how we should actually do it in a major basically he actually instructs you to figure out which you have and to do that one and i don't know how you figure that out i mean maybe i do know but it needs we need to think about it and but anyways it's generally a good rule and that you need to figure out which one your neshama is from and try to do that one. And then you could really, the thing is, okay, I'll just say it that, because the thing is that a lot of the things we do, and this is true for, if you want to think radically, it's true for everything, are really only because we don't know which one is for us. Um, and yeah, whatever. Um, and, and because we don't know which one is for us, so we don't have any choice but to go to what's called the klalut. So there's the, the, a very good example for this. And this is going to be a sixth point if, you, if you're counting from the morning, or a fifth, I don't know. A very good example for this is what, what Darizal says about Nusachat Tfilah, right? Darizal said that, uh, and that's Darizal, that there's really, so we have, this, we have this whole controversy of how, which words exactly you're supposed to say when you dive in, which is for some reason important. I don't know why. Uh, so if you say before I do or after I do, somehow it makes a difference. And there is also said that all these ways are correct. And then there, originally he claims that there were 12 different ones for the 12 different Shvatim, for 12 different tribes. Each one had a different, his own Siddur. So there's really Nisachashkinaz and Sfad are not enough, right? Again, we're missing most of them. There should be Nisachriva, Nisachshimen, Nisachlevi, Nisachyidah, Nisachyidah, and so on. And there is also says, because most of us don't really know which Shevet we belong to. So what he's going to do and the, is he's going to make one, a 13th Shah really, which is the general one, known as Shara Koelo. And the general one at least works for everyone. Now we can, we can ask a question. So if there's a 13th one that works for everyone, then why did we have 12 to begin with, right? It's a waste of a lot of extra work. But the Tabit says that it's really B'di'evet. It's like, you know, like, like, like when you have the three categories in the census and then it says other. And the other is for everyone. And there's some, there's some it must have some, some uh, way of working, which it, it's like a one size fits all. But anyone that, that's not a, that doesn't actually get their suits in Walmart, it's, if you really have the money, you should go to a tailor and get your own suit, which is not fits all. It's really for you. And then you don't have to do all of all of the things from the from the Walmart and all of the all of the general roles. Um, uh, so therefore, there is both a, a very important, a very useful at least thing, and someone that could uh, give you a general rule because it's at least at least better than nothing for everyone else. But actually, if you have real asada, if you really know which one you are or which day of spira, like right, you're from, or which one of these fifty shara bina we are from, then you'd really it would make life much easier and much better. It would really, because the one that's for you is really, is really the one that's helpful. It's really the one that's going to change you. And all the other ones, they're like, you know, they're better than nothing. Uh, meaning the, all the, the general ones. So if you do this, if you look in the Siddhar Rizal and you see that they wrote down all six and you ask the Siddhar Rizal why, or Siddhar Ashash, why did you write all six? If the Rizal explicitly said that you should only do the one that you know, he's going to tell you, well, we don't know which one we are. And we assume that the ones that the Rizal gave have some kind of general applicability. They're, they're, more general, they're more general ones. And you know, we could always find an excuse. Maybe I'm doing it for my friend who doesn't know and he's, he's the sixth one, you know, and, and so on. But so that's, uh, that's about that. Good. Yeah. So we, but don't we also have an idea that Tfilot uh, about Klal Yisrael are answered? Like, isn't there some kind of benefit to praying for the Klal also? Yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah. Maybe that's why we don't know what's only for us. That's a trick. <laughs> we have to be in it together. It's a good question, but that that would be an excuse. I think that it's a good question, but it needs to be talked about more about Phila very generally, because there's these there both of these movements are true, but. Look, that's why I said we have to, we, this would get us to a lot of radical places because the Siddur itself, or even the Shekhanarach itself, is really has the same has the same uh, logic behind it. 
uh, which is since most of you don't know how to write their own siddur, I'll write one that's applicable most most days, you know, for most people. And obviously, if you would have had the real das to to do the one that's for you today, you would not have to say the siddur. And then, and and on the other hand, of course. So I don't think that's a real question. In other words, the people, someone. In the in the case which doesn't exist, I mean, for the most part, it doesn't exist. It happens for like you know, for a second. In the case where you know exactly what you need to do for yourself, I don't think that's really a contradiction with the idea of being included in everyone else, because it's if we understand the whole idea of it, what Rashash calls is kalutv, which is like another another point to that whole thing. And uh, we understand that it's actually the opposite. And the, in other words, but we don't make a mistake about this because people are, are mistaken about this. In the, the simple way of saying it is that being uh, precisely you is the best way of being precisely everyone else. Actually, not being precisely you, only being a general klalut actually makes you very weakly connected to everyone else. And there's very deep reasons for that if, if you think about how the, again, how the, how Klaaliprat actually works. But that's, that's, that would be the answer. In other words, it doesn't seem to me, maybe it's sometimes like that, but that would be a mistake. Because really, when you are only in the Bhinot, only in the, in the things that are applied to you, they're not really only things that apply to you. It's kind of the opposite. It's kind of, it's much more clear and much more true. But because of that, it's actually going to mirror uh, the parts of you that apply to everyone else much better than it would when it's just me saying I don't exist only as a part of everyone else. But I, I it would need a lot more um, clarification to explain how that is and how not to make this into some kind of new narcissism. But uh, but that's true. So I, it doesn't, and at least in my mind, I don't see the per. I don't. In other words, I don't see the 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 cloud people. In other words, the it's not a good word. The, if if you only do what's generally applicable, you're actually not doing the best thing for everyone, right? So Kant was wrong. Anyways, um, now let's, uh, it needs to be more defined, but okay. Isn't that, isn't that kind of like um, the Balasulam, right? He says like, no. It says Olam Abbas, where everybody takes care of everybody else. So everyone's everyone's focused on the klal, and that's how their prod is taken care of. There's like an intertwining of the two. It's a little different. Oh, he, he, uh, again, yeah, all of these all of these people are talking about the right question, but I have to. I don't know. I don't know right now exactly. Yeah, it's it's whatever. There's a lot of tricks going on here, so we have to we have to always the basic the simple thing is to go back to the simple thing. We need to be real, and we need to be real only not only for ourselves. That's a very that's a very basic way of saying it. In other words, when you do avodas Hashem lishma and you care about lishma, and, and this is a trap people fall into, but when you do it lishma, you're not really doing it. In other words, let me say like this: there's something called there's something called, and really, again, all these kavanot, all these ideas, when you don't do them, the result language, if you don't, if you forget to include yourself, it's a waste, not really a waste of time, but it's kind of, you missed the point. Because we have a whole, a whole set of amshacha, and you could talk, you could talk about kavanas. This is not, you're not going to see this in kavanas of sphere, but generally in every, we could start from, from Ensaf to Kav to Atik to Arich to Abavimah to Zun to, right? And we, we brought down the, the light from wherever it goes until where. And then there's one more step, which doesn't say ever in the Kavanas, but it's a very important step, which is, and it says, in, in, if you read certain fillers, like they say things like that, basically. If you know what I'm referring to, I don't remember. Even maybe in the speed of one, it says something like that. So in other words, you always, just because there's an there's a order of the chef for how it comes down, you need to put yourself in that line, otherwise you're not going to get it. And, and that's important. That's an important step because if you don't do that step, and a lot of people forget about that step, then everything you do is kind of fake. 
and that's also a very good, uh, the best, the, the best um, uh, auditor for things, because people can very easily lie, and we're very good at lying to ourselves. And your body or your whatever is not the process that's running the whole shuttle uh, is actually a good tester for does it did he actually mean that or was he just like saying that? And that's really an extra step that doesn't say in Sharkavanas. It says in Sharif Akkadesh actually, but it doesn't say in Sharkavanas. Um, so that's one number one. So that's number two is that now this is a very fine point. I don't even know if I myself know what I'm talking about. I mean I know, but uh, which is that all of that, so all the enlightenment, if you want to enlighten the spheres without enlightening enlightening your soul, it's probably not, not even enlightening the spheres. But enlightening your soul cannot be done for yourself. That's very important. The way Rav Ashlag would say it in, in his practical uh, advice is that you need to agree that even if you never get any of the light, all of it goes to your friend, that you're doing it anyways. Uh, that's his, his way of saying it. But that really means, what that really means is that, that we're not so interesting, right? So all this talk about let's do primias, right? Let's not just do the things by Chetzalinis, which is another way of saying let's care about our own I, right? Our own soul. Um, that's not for the purpose, not Lete'eles, it's not for the, it's not intended, it's, it's, it's addressee is not only the soul, not the you, because that's not less, that's not interesting. It's actually the other way around. The universe, so you could say the Shekhinah. The Shekhinah needs uh, to fix your soul. And if sometimes it doesn't, then that would be a, like a way of knowing that, but that's, it's true that it does. And, there, and, and until you do it for the lishma, you, you also, there's like this whole paradox again, where as long as you don't, if you practice for yourself, if you do everything for yourself, you don't actually fix yourself either because you become one big, a great schmuck people become from, from doing too much of it, Sashem. Um, so it needs to be done. That, in other words, let's, let's not be let's confused. You, we need to prophesize, but we don't need to prophesize for ourselves. We need to do it for the Shekhinah. So that's the basic uh, answer for that, which means you need to care about yourself, but not for yourself. Makes no sense. Okay. Anyways, that's, that's as good as I could go. I could say. Uh, it, it sounds like the. I mean, maybe there's just a cop-out answer, but the idea is to have a balance. No, the part of it is about you, but part of it. It has to be about also somebody else, meaning the Shechina. I, ha- I hate balance answers. Because balance means I don't know. I'm just going to leave. Let's do both. I, I like paradoxes better than balances. So that I understand that these things contradict each other. I do think that they don't really contradict each other. I don't have enough bandwidth in my language to explain to you why they don't actually bump into each other. But they definitely, definitely don't. Not only don't they, they actually can only work by contradicting, by, by being both uh, with each other. So, uh, yeah. Question? Yeah. I don't even know how we got to this whole thing. You're, you're on mute. I could unmute you. Hello? No, you need to you unmute me? yourself now, again. Um, uh, can you hear me now? Yeah, now I do. Meaning, could also be a question of, like, what's the true I? Yeah. I mean, we've like different different lenses of like what the true eye is, but like at its core, there should be no contradiction between your eye and the screen itself. I'm saying like, the, a, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I think like that that's another. Well. Of course, that's another way of saying the same con- the same parent. <laughs> <laughs> because, and again, in other words, I can only say what I what I can understand. The true eye is another very tricky, very tricky word. Uh, very tricky idea, um, because let's be very clear. This this thing known as Mr. Yitzchak uh, need to actually change. Need to actually get influenced, worked on by uh, by God. 
not anything else. If that doesn't actually happen, meaning from a totally objective point of view, then I didn't do anything real. And you could believe that, you know, when you'll get to Ganad and you'll have a, lot, a big pile of, of uh, you know, gems waiting for you. But that's, that's not what we're interested in. Um, and therefore, when, if you start, sometimes people start saying the true you is not you, and then the true you becomes uh, some other guy who calls himself a guru or something, or all kinds of other shtism, or not even that, or just becomes some kind of thing that I don't, there's never, in other words, I'm, I'm very worried that you lose any, any way to falsify anything, right? You need to be, if we're not falsifiable, then it's useless. Falsifiable means, okay, let's talk about something very basic, like, okay, take a number this, right? I need to become a better human being, be less, you know, less, scream less times at my wife. Okay, that's the true you, okay? There's no other true you that's not really, really loves her and, and if he's screaming at her, yeah, it's true theoretically. <laughs> but if you're talking about thinking about being a better person, then that's the thing that has to change, the, 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 this thing, however you want to call it. Um, right, I mean, but like also, um, like Herzl Hefter, who he wrote in, um, his master's thesis on the Meishiloach, and like his way of talking about this like similar question is, like two different tiered levels of consciousness where there's like the consciousness of like our ego perception and there's the consciousness of like anal nevado like we're just figments of god's imagination and so like the fetish is is that the way that we, re we realize tikkun hamidos is not by the focus on that first level of consciousness it's by trying to access that second you know higher level of consciousness that will result in tikkun hamidos and a transformation of that ego perception that i have yeah of course, as long as it works. In other words, as long as your wife notices. If she doesn't, this is my, I, I think that, I don't know if everyone has a wife, but if your wife doesn't notice, then anything that your wife doesn't understand is bluff. Very basic rule for, for spirituality. Anything your wife doesn't get is a lie. Whether it's an idea, whether it's a midas, anything like that. That's what's called the nook, right? If, if Moikin don't get to the nook, they were kind of worthless. Um, that's a very simple, I, I, the Gedder ever said, he don't, nobody knows what's in someone's heart besides for God and his wife. So, <laughs> not always true, but it's a good, a good, uh, uh, so yes. But secondly, I'm, I'm gonna, secondly, that's a very real thing. In other words, um, that would be another way of saying, do you, but not for you. In other words, but but that's I, I'm just I'm just focusing on the first half of this first because I'm I'm very worried about all these all these crazy because uh, non-ego is a very uh, dangerous thing, uh, and you guess what you can be a very evil person without an ego. Ego is not so important, in the, in, in, and I've seen such. I mean, I act, actually, I haven't really seen because I but I've heard, um, but I understand it. Meaning to say. Not having ego doesn't actually make you a good person. It just makes you not having ego. And then you realize, which you should have known before, that the whole story of the ego being so important is actually not really true. It never was, so whatever. Um, but how do I get to this? But what is, what is useful in that, was, what works in that is yes. But if you, if you look at, that's why I, I actually usually do like, I mean, again, it has to work. It has to be real. If you're in a non-dual state, then and there's no duality, okay. But generally, actually like the duality, and I like to think about it in simpler terms, which is uh, being, being a friend for the Shekhinah, because the Shekhinah needs friends, or needs a voice, or needs a mouth to talk through, is actually a better way of thinking usually than saying, or more simple than saying the Shekhinah is your mouth. So the, the, the Shekhinah generally is very poor, and she's called, uh, right, uh, like a sheep who cannot speak before its shearers. And that's because nobody is speaking for it. And there's nobody to, to create a space to listen to it. And by, by being another thing, and you don't even have to be the Shekhinah for that, by just saying, I do want to listen to it. And that's actually real prophecy even, because... Uh, if you read, then I always refer back to Yeshaya's, Yeshaya's uh, first, first revelation in, in the beginning. It's actually not in the beginning, it's in the sixth chapter of Shefi Yeshaya. And where he's like listening into the whole uh, 
situation over there and wherever it is, and the Srafim and the and the whole things. And he hears Vaeshma Sashem saying, Asmi Ashlachimiya Lachloni. And there's other descriptions similar to this in the Nach, where he says he's really not it's really not even talking to him. It's really um Hashem saying I'm looking for some messenger and he kind of volunteers it says and says uh, I don't remember um it's gonna be me I don't remember the, the language um and and that's a very that's doing something for someone else in the sense of doing something for the Shekhinah in the sense that the Shekhinah needs someone to speak for her like a spokesperson right forget about the spokesperson being actually a vessel of the Shekhinah and we had a different class about this by Hashem's positive right even without that, he is a spokesperson in the most simple sense, someone that you know gives over her her opinions or her views. And that's that's a that's already a that's a simpler way of saying I I I do it from in other words, it's not really a paradox. You need to work with you. If you don't work with you, if it's not you, whichever you we want to call about the real which the reality, I think my, my baby is crying. So uh, if it's not the real you, uh, then it's not it's nothing. But it cannot be for you. That's the very basic difference. It's you, but not for you. Make sense? One second. Give me a second. I'll see Shira. Let me take this away. Let me go back. Okay. That's, not, that's what happened. So this okay. is the greatest example. It's, not, it's for yeah. you, but it's not about you. <laughs> that's all it's about. Yeah. What happened? Why did you wake up? Wanna go back in bed? Okay. I don't know how I got this whole discussion. I was planning to do very technical Kabbalah, but anyways. <laughs> yeah. Because even the most technical Kabbalah is just an approximation of this experience of Yichud, so. And that's a whole like that's why. <laughs> well, I'm thinking of Sadok's side in it. Yeah, I know, I know, but uh, whatever. I generally think that we need to learn to be more precise. And the problem with, I don't disagree with Reb and Sefraz or whatever that is, but it has, it leads people to think that being wishy-washy is, 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 is the real thing and being precise is fake. It's like, it's like someone doing, uh, um, it's like doing, um, Yeah, like doing math only with intuition, which is true. If you, the real mathematicians know that it has to get to your intuition in the end. But you can't use, you need to use symbols and, and calculators, not kind of very technical things. Uh, one, because to train your intuition. Our intuition is not good enough for, for real, for real truth in any, in any subject. Meaning, so this, is, this is why I always try to say Kabbalah as science. Because our intuition, our basic intuitions, they're not good enough for anything. They're not good enough for science, not good enough for physics, not good enough for math, not good enough for social sciences, not good enough for statistics. None of these things are intuitive. So to pretend that out of all the things in the world, Avodah Hashem is intuitive, it's very basic, and there's nothing to study about it, or in other words, rachnis, right, spirituality, that sounds very dumb. In other words, it's like, it's, it's, it's uh, Elbona Shalter, like everything else, you need to go to college for and this, you, and that's true. In one, in one sense, it's true because, uh, you know, if you talk about the Ikra, the Lev, and all these intention, 
I actually think that intention itself is not as simple as it seems to people. Uh, intention is a very complex thing. Um, people don't know what their intentions are. Yeah, not, not because they're psychologically confused, because they're philosophically confused. I mean, or like technically confused. Uh, yeah. And, and yeah, I actually think so. And um, so, uh, so yeah, so there, there needs to be like a, something else to get be gained. There's more knowledge, more information to be gained by reading people that describe things technically and actually get into all the nitty gritty of things. I think that it actually, um, it's actually better in the sense that our basic mind and at least our uh, short term memory and things like that doesn't actually have enough space for the amount of detail that exists in reality, including in spiritual reality. And we use shortcuts like symbols and like uh, metaphors and all kinds of different things in order to be able to discuss. Or some LSD. Yeah, that's also a way. Uh, whatever. Um, but in order to be able to discuss, uh, I would say that's why I'm going to bring this back to Spiva. In order to be able to discuss levels of detail not accessible to regular language. Because uh, our day-to-day -day language or you know, like there's, there's a philosophy of the everyday language. It basically says that philosophy is making itself Michigan. And really, we should just say hello, good morning, everything is understandable in China. So the problem with the everyday, uh, how is it called? Everyday language is that it, it doesn't show enough detail. For example, and, and this is, I don't know where I remind myself of this. For example, if you, um, if you eat, to most people eating is just one thing, I eat. I'm hungry, and, okay, if you understand, you're hungry and you eat, then you're ready at Sadiq because you waited to be hungry. Most people don't even do that. Or if you eat and then you're satisfied, then you're even a bigger Sadiq because very few people get to that. There's already three things in eating, right? Now, and then you can actually, otherwise you don't really have to bench Madrasa because it says, right? If you don't visavata, you just like stuff that's not. Anyways, now, uh, if you're a Makabal, if you read open the Kavanah Sakhila, then you find about, I don't remember, about six stages just from between the food touching your teeth to swallowing it, there's six different kavanas. And one is about what your teeth are, second is about your teeth grinding the food, third is about your, um, what is it called, your, your uh, no? forget how you call it in English, your palate touching the food and tasting it maybe or doing some, another bitter. The fourth is about it's being in your throat, like swallowing it, blia. The fifth is, so there's five really, I think only five. Uh, the fifth is about getting into your stomach. So that's fifth, fifth, so, five different kavanas. So the tongue doesn't play a role? What? The tongue uh, doesn't play a role? Not in the those tongue. Kavanas. No, do you eat with your tongue? It's the tongue and, and I don't know. I don't, not that I, I don't remember. I, um, I, I could look in the city. Uh, I don't remember talking about your tongue. The tongue is, is in that well, way of thinking, the tongue is between the two uh, teeth, which whatever relates to something. It's like, uh, but... I don't think that the tongue is the thing. They don't, yeah, I don't know. I have to figure out technically. Anyways, point, <laughs> I, could, I don't know. My, my point is just that, that now I don't know many people that actually managed to figure out like this, this, this at that time and that at that time. You really need to like be in a different stage for that to work. Uh, but what, what, that, what that does is that there's actually some kind, these are actually things. So if, yeah, I don't know about LSD or other things. But if you really uh, have some, I don't know, I've seen it without, without LSD, but in, in maybe with other things, but in the, 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 if you're in a... Uh, Meditative state. Clear enough state, yes, meditation. If you're in a clear enough state, then you suddenly see the long, that it takes, it's true that it's actually a very long journey for this piece of food from your mouth, opening of your mouth till your till your stomach it's like there's at least six different train stations to get to get through and each one of them so so that actually shows how generally and is it true for any for any uh, area of knowledge where where knowing it better actually means knowing a lot more details about it or knowing it, your world becomes a lot bigger your, your inner world we have this big problem where most people this is like a literal thing that you could feel uh most people's inner world is like like how does the like the heart is the size of a plum or something you know size of a fist so that's that's how, how big it really feels to you um we talk about expanding consciousness it's actually literal 
if, it, if your consciousness is as big as a room, then you're like already a tzaddik. Because, <laughs> uh, and meaning to say, and that's why, you know, the Rebbe Rav Meilach said, that he, the Rebbe Meilach of the Zen said he davens with the Siddha Arizal. And he asked him why is he davens? He said he doesn't, he doesn't do the kavanas. He didn't, at least he said that. I don't know if it was true. And he said the reason why he davens with it is because it has the Shema in it in big font. He likes the big font of the Shema. Like, uh, if it's a small font, and this is a true thing, if it's a small font, like, like you know, like very small print somewhere, maybe there's like a God in the small print. Huh? But when you have it in a big, and this is how your imagination works, it becomes bigger. And one of the things that's becoming bigger is just that it gives space for a lot more, for a lot more detail. Uh, that's why, for example, having 49 days, and this is actually a real thing. Uh, there's a... Someone asked, I, I, I found a different, different group that I'm in. Someone last year or two years ago was asking a big question, what, what you're supposed to do by Sphere Sahim? Because you see some people like doing like this and like that, but it's not like it's just about counting. Like it takes 30 seconds, the whole, the whole process, or two minutes if you say everything that says in the Siddha, you know? It's not a very, it's not really a long, long enough place to put in uh, anything. And I think I discussed this last week in some other way. That's because of not, not understanding how the how the mind actually works. And because um, it takes a whole day to count Sfirasaima. It's not about that second. And how do I know it takes a whole day? Because until you get to the next day, you don't say the next number, right? So it takes a whole day. <laughs> and you can actually, if you would like know or remember once a day is enough. I mean, so when you actually count it. I, I really believe that that's a lot. In other words, if you remember to count every day again, you're already at Sadiq, especially if you don't have a minion these days. And it's much. And, but Baruch Hashem, we have smartphones and they send me reminders every, every day. Anyways, but um, just doing that means to say, and this is, this is true, and people, this is, I wanted to talk about this today, so I'm going to finish with this. People, um, we have a big problem called attention, attention, no, attention span, right? That you can't keep your mind on one thing for more than th- three and a half seconds. And there's different, different things about this, but I think that Sfirasa is actually about keeping your mind on one thing for seven weeks, but without actually standing there all day and doing it. So it's, it's uh, your mind has background processes, just like it has foreground processes. And, and background processes are real. Like they do actually most of the work um, and everything. Right, is that a quick question? Yeah. When you're, saying that like, when you're saying before that it's supposed to be an entire day process, so like the counting should be the, initi- the initiation of a process that begins conscious, but then sort of operates in your unconscious. I, I, I would say something like this. It's like, like if you, uh, uh, it doesn't need to be checked all the time. <laughs> there, there is just like there is processes in, just like there's processes in reality that uh, don't need to be checked. I know that if you check on the pot of water, it never boils. Yeah, one second. Hello. No, what? I'm on the class. Ten minutes. Why? No problem. Yeah, I'll be done. Okay, bye. Um, yeah, not everything needs to be watched. This spiritualist mistake that you need to watch everything all the time is this thing. You don't need to watch everything all the time. And it's kind of the opposite. Um, you need to, that's why intention is very important. And I don't even know how to describe it. There is switches in your mind that you can just turn on and they turn on something and it keeps on working. And if you look at it, you'll come back, like if you have a stock account and you check it every day, you're never gonna get make any money. But if you just look at it next month or whenever, when the stock start to go back up, I don't know where it is, you'll suddenly see that it worked, or if you, if you have the right strategy, right? Uh, and it's the same thing with, 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 uh, with these kind of things. So in other words, there, needs to be, there is like such a, such a space where you just count it every day, and then suddenly you get the shvist and you're ready, like you're there. There isn't anything else to add. I mean, it, it, it's automatic. I, mean, you, I, I would believe that the, the, the actual counting, not, actually counting days is a very useful thing, generally. Just the counting. 
and maybe we should do it a whole year also. Or maybe we do it already with Shabbos or Sunday or whatever you count. It, it actually does things and for all kinds of different reasons. I don't know. Um, and that's enough. You know, there was a Rebbe that said, Tremend Lerimenave said that you, you're not allowed to be Messiah Das of Spira a whole day. So he, he would like every now and then, he would like say again the speed of the day. So he doesn't. What's known as Hesachadas in, in Alacha, like you don't. You don't forget that it's the day of Sphira. I think that that that's a way to do things. That's a practice. Uh, just and it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't really mean to not to remember. Uh, like I really believe that any anything that's in the notifications of my phone is also somewhere in my mind, because it makes me it makes me nervous otherwise. And if I if I take it away, then I'm done with it. Or I have emails that I work like that and work and other things. Which means that if there's a notification that says the sphere, then it's really always in my mind in some in some space, and I'll take it down. Then it means I'm I did it already. But uh, that's that's a real thing, and that accumulates. There's a cumulative effect. It actually accumulates, means so you have one plus one plus one plus one, and it, you don't start again. That's the big the big thing with continuous. I think a lot of people. I mean, I don't know me. I have a big problem with continuity in 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 their mind and their uh, more internal things because like you feel like you keep on starting again from zero uh, because we forget. We don't remember everything forever. We, we, we're forgetful species and we forget, but it's not really true. You never start from zero again. You always start from the next day, even if you, even if you really forgot. In other words, even if you really, in other words, even if we really sinned that we had a, uh, you know, we, we were so bad that the Besamikdash got destroyed, we don't go back to the first Besamikdash again. And we go back to the second or the third one, right? And the third one means it's actually building. Pikabula, first Pesmikdash is Chachma, the second, Bina Chachma Kesa, right? It actually builds on it. Although there's some knockdowns in between, those don't count for different reasons. Uh, so that's that's the, uh, that's that's all. It's also about not, sure. not taking, yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's all. Okay. <laughs> sure. I, think, I think Jeremy left. He said that he did oh, no. leave earlier, so yeah. Okay, I'll see you next week. Thank you, everyone. If something is, there's any more questions, then. Do you, do, you prefer, do you prefer emailing you or, or on Twitter? Twitter is not preferred. Anything but Twitter. Anything but Twitter. WhatsApp or email. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, I don't know. Twitter is like, yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. Bye.